0: You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 55. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. I'm sure you've heard the old saying, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. But do you know how to let prospects and clients alike know how much you care? Most likely, you don't. If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers have never been taught how to let prospects and clients know how much they care. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned what I call the lost art of listening. You see, there's only two things that can happen during a presentation. You can either speak or you can listen, but most advisors and agents are under the misconception that the more they speak, the more their prospect or client will understand. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. To truly be heard, you must truly know how to listen, and to do that, you have to understand the lost art of listening. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting, or you could learn what I call the lost art of listening. And that's what we're going to talk about today, how to connect with prospects and clients by letting them know that you're listening. So if you're ready to to learn a process that will help you to make effortless connections with others, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn what's called empathetic listening? Because it's the quickest way to make a connection. It's that simple. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Because I want you to understand that you can connect with anyone, anywhere, anytime, if you know this process. So what we're going to do today is cover three things. First, the four levels of empathetic listening so that you have a system to let people know that you're hearing them. Second, the empathetic listening exercise, so that you can practice the process anytime you want. And third, understanding the five forms of filler, so that you can fully understand how to make connections effortlessly. Now, before we jump into those three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like if you knew exactly what to do to connect with others? Would you feel energized? Would you, would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? The answer is yes. Then let's begin. The Four Levels of Empathetic Listening So before we jump into the four levels of empathetic listening, I got to tell you a quick story. It's a story that I've told before in previous podcasts, but it bears worth repeating in case you've never heard it. Years ago, I was in a team coaching session. (laughs) So that's coaching an entire team. And there were some three principal partners in there. And there were a number of advisors that worked for the team. At any rate, two of the advisors were role-playing. and One advisor was the advisor and the other was the prospect. As they role-played, I noticed what was happening. The advisor, that was the advisor, was asking a question. The prospect would answer, and the advisor would ask another question. So it went like this. Question, answer, question, answer, question, answer, and so on. What I realized was, this guy's not listening. The advisor wasn't listening, that is. So I stopped the role-play, and I said, hey, it sounds like you're not listening. You just want to ask the next question. And one of the principal partners said, wait a minute, does anybody have a copy of the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? It's by Stephen Covey. And I said, I do. And so he said, open it up, go to page whatever it was, 172, 173, lower left-hand corner, go to that page and check out this thing called empathetic listening. So I did. And I looked at it and I realized, that's it. That's what they're missing. The advisor is not letting the prospect know that he's listening. And so what I did is I designed a group coaching curriculum around that. And we worked on that for, I think it was four or five weeks. At any rate, what I did from that was I took that information to try to create a great program to help people to understand that they are being listened to. In other words, if the advisor could come back and rephrase what he heard the prospect say, the prospect would feel connected. And it works. And so what we're going to do is we're going to look at the four levels of empathetic listening so that you understand what they are. So let's jump in to level one. Okay, so level one is mimicking content. Becoming an empathetic listener is a learned skill set, okay? Most people are not born with it. And so there's four levels of empathetic listening. And the first step is really to understand what they are. But awareness alone isn't going to be enough to make you a better listener. Instead, you got to take action. You got to learn how to do this and apply the process. And level one is probably the least effective. It's mimicking content. Mimicking content is actually the easiest out of the four because you're hardly listening at all. You're just saying what you heard. And that's all you're doing. Unfortunately... It's probably one of the most common forms of listening because I've done countless role plays with advisors and listened to how they are letting the prospect know they are listening. And a lot of times they're mimicking, and it sounds like this. Prospect. I'm not sure I want to do any investing right now when the market's so volatile. Advisor. Oh, you don't want to do any investing right now because the market's volatile? And it's annoying. But there is a place for it. The place for it is when you're mimicking numbers. Okay, so here's an example. Advisor. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know that you do some investing. What do you have and where is it? Well, I've got uh, got an old 401k and there's probably about 1.3 million in there. Oh, 1.3. That's great. Pause. So what I just did there was mimic, but I'm mimicking a number. And that's really not taboo in our society. And as you can see from this, if you do a little bit of it, it's okay. But there's no relationship between the advisor and the prospect if you're constantly mimicking. That's why you don't want to do that. What you want to do is you want to do it sparingly and with numbers. (music) Level 2, rephrasing content. Rephrasing content is Slightly more complex than the previous one because it takes a little thought. You actually have to listen a little bit more intently in order to figure out and be able to rephrase what you heard. But it rarely creates a deep connection because you're merely talking about what you heard unless you can kind of change it slightly. So you're rephrasing, and the better you are at rephrasing, the more connection you're going to make. So let me show you an example. Prospect. I'm not sure I want to do any investing when the market is so volatile. Advisor, it is. It's very volatile right now, and I can understand why you might be thinking, now's not the right time. Pause. This form of listening can actually, it it can be developed. And when you do this, you can instantly make a connection. Typically, most advisors and agents who do Level 2 empathetic listening don't even know they're doing it. They just do it because they've always done it. But what you want to do is be very aware of Level 2 empathetic listening and rephrase every time they answer. Because if you do, you'll make a connection. Let's go to Level 3. Level 3. Reflect Feelings. Now, this is an interesting one, and it's one that I think a lot of people have a hard time with. Reflecting what you believe the other person is feeling creates an entirely deeper level of connection and a deeper level of understanding. You're no longer just listening to hear their words, but you're empathizing and you're trying to identify what they're feeling at that time. Remember, you can't really know exactly what somebody's feeling because you're not them, but you can let them know how you think they're feeling. And in level three empathetic listening, that's what happens. What you're doing is you're letting them know how you think they feel. Let me give you an example. Prospect. I'm not sure I really want to do any investing right now because the market's so volatile. Advisor. Yeah, it sounds a little stressful. Is it? Now, notice what I just did. I threw on a tie-down statement. Is it? What I'm doing here is I'm letting that person know that that I understand how I think they feel and I'm doing a tie-down to find out, am I right? As you can see, you know, in that brief example, it can have an impact because the prospect is listening to how you think they feel. And if they think you understand how they feel, they're going to be connected to you. Let's go to level four. Level four, reflect feelings and rephrasing content. So I think this is the granddaddy of them all. In this final level of empathetic listening, you actually combined level two, rephrasing content, and level three, reflecting feelings, to make a stronger connection. It's actually flipped around. Level three plus level two equals level four. (laughs) Here's what I mean. Let me show you an example. Prospect. I'm not sure I want to do any investing right now, and the market's so volatile. Advisor, that sounds kind of stressful. You know, the market's been volatile all year, and right now it's even worse, and I can see how you're not sure if now's the right time. Notice what I did. As you can see from this example, the advisor is combining both levels of empathetic listening to articulate their understanding, or in my case, my understanding, of what the prospect is trying to say. When you use this level of empathetic listening, it allows the prospect to consider two important factors, and here's what they are. First, how are they feeling about the subject? And second, am I truly being heard? Again, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you are genuinely interested in understanding them and you are truly listening, To them at this level they realize how much you care and that's when a bond of trust begins to form and they realize that you're the type of person that they want to get to know and that they want to work with so all you need to know now is really how can you put it together and do an exercise on your own so you can get great at empathetic listening and that is what we're gonna cover next the empathetic listening exercise so i told you the story about how i got introduced to empathetic listening with the team that is and i told you that one of the principal partners in the team suggested that i create a group coaching program or a group coaching exercise around empathetic listening but what i didn't tell you is how that exercise is done And that's what we're going to talk about now. So the next week, we came to team coaching, and I showed them what I put together for them, which was an exercise so that they could practice each one of the four levels of empathetic listening. And so what I did is I had them look at the empathetic listening scorecard. And if you can picture this, this is what it looks like. It's just a simple little scorecard that shows the first column. And the first column has three rows with it, question, answer, empathetic listening. And then there are several other columns, 10 other columns, and they're just numbered, one through 10. Here's how the process works. The advisor asks a question. So in column one, row one, everybody checks off that box, which is the first question that he's asking. Then the prospect answers, and he checks off the box. And then the advisor does empathetic listening. But here's the thing. All the spectators, everybody's listening to this writes down the type of empathetic listening. So the spectators, the people not role-playing, are actually listening attentively because what they want to do is they want to understand what level of empathetic listening the advisor is doing. So they might write down number one, mimicking, if he was mimicking, and so on. And so what I did is I had them all try out each level First, we tried out level one, which is basically mimicking. And so the advisor would ask a question, the prospect would answer, and the advisor would mimic. And it didn't take very long before about three or four times the prospect was very disconnected because the prospect felt like the advisor was just mimicking because they were. And then we went to level two. Now, in level two, they were rephrasing, and that was good, much better. And what we noticed was a pattern. The pattern was, it didn't take very long, about two or three times, where the prospect felt like they were connected. And the reason they felt connected was because they were being heard, or at least they thought they were, because the advisor was actually asking a question, the prospect was answering, and the advisor was doing level two empathetic listening, which is basically rephrasing. And it worked. Then we went to level three. Now, that's a tough one. If you rephrase how they feel, and you do that three or four times, it sounds a little confusing, is it? You sound like you might be a little concerned, are you? And so on. It can actually seem a little redundant. So that, as a standalone, is not good. But when you put number four in here, level four, which is rephrasing and Feelings, or feelings and rephrasing. It flows. It flows nicely. So question, answer, level four, feelings and rephrasing. And it didn't take very long before they got it that by doing empathetic listening and doing question, answer, empathetic listening, it helped the prospect to understand that the advisor was definitely listening. So what we did is we literally did this exercise for the next four weeks and They got great at it. (music) Understanding the five forms of filler. Now, I said we'd cover three things in this podcast. First, the four levels of empathetic listening. Check, we did that. Second, the empathetic listening exercise. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the five forms of filler. You see, now that you understand empathetic listening, it's time to understand that doing empathetic listening is only one type of listening or one type of filler. That's what I call it. You see, there's five forms of filler that can be used anytime with a prospect or a client after they answer a question. Typically, you would only use one form because the other's Well, you can use those at any given time, but typically if you use one form, you're fine. But if you want to use two at a time, it's what I call filler stacking. Let's go over the five forms of filler so that you fully understand those, and you can do these anytime you want to connect. The five forms of filler. So the first one is acknowledgement statement. (laughs) Acknowledgement statements are quick, easy statements that we do all the time. I don't even think we know we're doing those. Typically, this is the easiest filler because we do it so often, but it's the least effective. And here's why. An acknowledgement statement, that's what I call it, is just something that is acknowledging that you heard them. So let me do a quick role play so that you understand this. So, let's say this is a first appointment process. Now, obviously, I'm going to do both sides of this, and I'll start off as the advisor. Here's what it sounds like. Three, two, one, go. So, thanks for coming in today. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What brings you in? Well, I'm 58 years old, and uh, I know you work with my brother-in-law, and I just thought, now's the time to come in because I really don't have a financial plan, and I'd like to retire at 65. Okay. So... How much do you have in the plan? Oh, it's actually at this point 1.3 million. Oh, okay. And how long have you been investing? Geez, since I was in my 20s. Good. And and you understand where this is going. I'm a of role play by the way. Notice how dry it is. Some of the connection is there, but really not enough. It's just kind of dry. The advisor is just letting the prospect know that he's hearing or she's hearing the prospect. But the reality is, is that, uh uh-huh, okay, I see what you mean, just isn't enough. Let's go to the second one. Number two, stories. Stories are a great way to help the prospect or the client know that you understand what they're saying. It also adds a layer of conversation because... They understand your experience in the matter, and they understand that you've been through this. And typically, this is a filler that that needs a little pre-appointment planning, because you don't want to go in there and just tell a story blindly. You want to be ready for it. And here's the best way to do it. You lead up to the story, such as something like this. You know, that sounds like a client that I had years ago, or maybe like this. I can relate to that because I went through the same thing when, and then you insert the story or you could use this. That's actually pretty common, and one of my clients had that same thing happen to her when, when you tell the story. You see, when you know your story phrase, it's it's a great way to transition from them answering to you doing your filler. In fact, let me give you a quick story example so you know exactly what I mean. Here's an example of a story, using a story, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into a quick role play. So I'll jump in, three, two, one, go. So tell me a little bit about the challenge. What's the number one challenge that you have with your life insurance right now? Now, I don't have a challenge with my life insurance. I, I think that's fine. I really don't need to do anything with that. Well, I, I completely understand that you don't have a challenge, but you know it reminds me of a, a client that I had years ago that he felt the same way. In fact, for years, he thought, he had enough life insurance. Take a wild guess at what happened to him. I, I don't know. He passed away? Yeah, he actually did. He passed away, and we never really sat down to look at his life insurance. And as a result, when we did go over all of his assets, or when I did, with his widow, what we realized is that he didn't have enough life insurance. Can you see why it's so important just to, to get a second opinion on your life insurance? Yeah, I can. Notice what I'm doing here. Question, answer, story actually creates another set of questions, and it leads the prospect down down a path to being comfortable to taking the next step. Let's get into the third filler. So the third filler are sound bites. And one of the best ways to make a connection is to give the prospect or the client a sound bite, which basically is a famous quote that they can connect to. What this does is it allows you to change the focus of the conversation to what somebody else said and not directly to telling them what they should do. So question, answer, soundbite. That's one of the fillers. Here's an example. An example would be, let's say that they're doing something and you're asking questions and you realize they're doing something over and over again and they're getting the same result, something they don't want to. So you might ask a question like this, So tell me a little bit about the last time the market pulled back. What happened to your money? Well, every time the market pulls back, I lose a lot of money. Exactly. You know what Einstein said? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and trying to get a different result. Pause. So right there, I sprinkled in a quote from Einstein. (laughs) And so what we're doing here is we are basically... Helping the client to understand where they're going wrong without telling them that they're doing something wrong. I recommend that you pick a, a topic such as okay, market volatility, price, value, risk, something like that. Procrastination, and then craft a little story, or better yet, a soundbite. Find a spot a soundbite that you can use, that you can use sparingly, but you can use at the right time so that they get it before you go on. To your next question. So, the fourth filler is what I call curiosity questions. Now, this is kind of interesting because we ask a question, they answer, and we're actually using another question to let them tell us more. But they're understanding that we're listening because of the way that we're asking this question. Let me show you an example. I'll jump into a little role play. Three, two, one, go. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What brings you in today? Well, I'm 58 years old and I'd like to retire at 65 and I don't have a financial plan, but I do have some money out there. Uh, I just don't know if it's invested the right way or if I have enough. That's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that. Why do you think you might not have enough? Pause. Questions like this, what I call a curiosity question, gets them to tell you more because they know that you're curious. But here's the thing, you're curious because you're listening, and that's powerful. That makes a connection. Let's go to the final one, filler number five. Filler number five, the four levels of empathetic listening. Now, We went over the four levels of empathetic listening, and I believe that this is the hardest one out of all five fillers, but it's the most effective, and here's why. When you tell them what you heard by mimicking, rephrasing, talking about feelings, or feelings and rephrasing, you're making an instant connection, and when you do that, and you do it over and over and over and over again in one conversation, they're going to feel connected, and so will you. As you can probably guess by now, learning the art of listening can mean the difference between someone disconnecting or connecting with you. And it can be a game changer when you master it. But in order to do so, you need coaching. Not just for this, but for all the tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions that I teach each week to my clients. So, email me. If you want to learn these kind of things, email me at dan.com at Advisorsolutionsinc.com, and let's talk. Let's set up a time to do a free coaching session. And I'm confident that you'll be glad that you did. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web advisor solutions inc.com and finally if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the advisor solutions group coaching program or the advisor solutions individual coaching programs please email me at dan at advisor solutions inc.com i would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like again that's dan at advisor solutions inc.com please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.